Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Vredestein Tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching... FSR. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Well, I'll tell you, it was some kind of entertaining weekend in the National Football League. We know who's in the Super Bowl. We know who wants out. We know coaches made bad mistakes. We know Deshaun Watson really, really, really wants to go to the Jets. Not just wants, it really wants to go. The Lions have had enough of Matthew Stafford. They're ready to kick him out like it's me at an all-you-can-eat ice cream buffet. And they go, sir, you've had enough time for you to go. No, 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 I want a little boy. They, they want him out like they want me out. Mike Harmon, I hope I can come sleep on your couch. Yeah, you're welcome to. 
Uh, just I'll, I'll leave a bucket underneath you for when the <laughs> inevitable stomach problems begin. Uh, and well, aren't you lactose intolerant? Isn't that a problem? Uh, I wouldn't say intolerant. I notice as I, I wouldn't get say older, intolerant. Bob. I know, like it's not like I can't have uh, you know dairy, but I definitely notice that uh, dairy and I aren't as great friends as we okay. used to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, I mean, we're still close. We're still tight, but maybe it's like, instead of texting each other every day, it's, you know, maybe we can talk every couple of days and, and, and see what's going on and, you know, hook up once in a while and have a good time. But boy, that everyday thing that, you know, you know, it's like, it's like a, a friendship long distance. It's kind of, okay. Eventually you wind up a little bit less, a little bit less. That's kind of how it is. Okay. Well, as, as long as you've got that under control, that's all good. Yeah. yeah it's, it's all about quarterbacks whining because they want to move around. They've, they've sat around and watched enough uh, NBA that they, they decided, hey, I could be in charge, too. <laughs> Those pesky no contracts way. mean nothing here. That's how it works. And when you're unhappy, I'm going to complain. I'm going to tell you that I want out. Look, we'll start tonight. we got Jason Lockafor coming up in a few minutes. we got all kinds of NFL breakdown as we look ahead to the Super Bowl and the Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But uh, clearly, story number one is something that, you know, look, and I know I say this, we, and, and I say this because I want you to know, boy, this is a pretty good track record. Um, the night of the NFL draft, we told you on this show, the selecting of Jordan Love was the end of Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, and it was going to be this year, and then he was going to be gone. And meanwhile, the Packers thought they were in the front of it with saying, hey, we really want Aaron Rodgers out. They traded up to get Jordan Love instead of getting somebody fill in the blank. Boy, if they had just drafted player X, maybe they'd be in the Super Bowl, right? Instead of Jordan Love, had they drafted play, had they drafted Chase Claypool? No, no, Claypool? no, that's, a, they that's drafted, a lazy... You know, had they drafted all these it's guys? It's a lazy yeah. trope, yeah. and it, it takes all blame away from Aaron Rodgers, which is what everybody in the media seems to want to do. Not here, uh, baby. Not well, here. I don't care how many commercials he does or how funny he is sitting around hanging out with Pat McAfee or how smart he is on his couch watching Jeopardy. You don't get away scot-free here, Rodgers. No free oh. pass on this show. So you don't want him if they if they trade him to the Bears? They're going to trade him to the Bears. But what if they did? What they if wouldn't. they said, we hate you so much and we're, we're okay giving you away to a division team? That would be the dumbest thing ever done. But what if they did? You would say no? You would no, say no, 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 them. we'll do better. Of course you I, would. I just look at it here going, how many better situations do you have in terms of personnel in the National Football League? I'm sorry Bakhtiari got hurt and that the backup was committed nine false starts they didn't call. Okay? They, they, they really swallowed the whistle a lot. Uh, I'm sorry it didn't work out, but go personnel for personnel across this National Football League. Very few teams that you could say have it better than he does right now, no matter yeah. how, how salty and sad he is after this loss. Yeah, but here's the thing. This is one of those situations where what you or I think about how good of the level Aaron Rodgers played at doesn't matter because he wants out. All right, we, we told you this was going to be a one-year for Carson Wentz in Philadelphia and for Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. And when we talked about this, I remember hearing from all the cheeseheads. They were like, did you see the size of his contract, man? Don't you know? Look at this. You can't get him back. It's not going to happen. You're crazy. He's going to sit, and Love is going to sit and watch for like three years, and then he's going to – we're not going to do it. And now look where – I said it again in October. Yeah, I it figured was the, it was one more year. It was based Aaron on Rodgers. Yeah, you said one more because year Because of the this. out. 
Right, but Aaron Rodgers and what people forgot about, and this is what we went through in October, right, when he said, okay, they want him out. April, it was that the Packers want him out. And now in October, it was the Aaron Rodgers middle finger blank you Packers tour is in full swing, and he's going to play this whole season, but he never forgets a slight. He never uh, you know, throws stuff away and says, okay, I understand it's water under the bridge. He is a guy that remembers all of these things. He's someone that brings his own recording device when he does interviews, so nothing gets, quote, taken out of context context he never forgets he's never forget here and here he is after the game yesterday and what was the big headline all day today Aaron Rodgers I don't know about my future I don't know what's next here's just a sample of what Rodgers had to say following the game yesterday there's a lot of unknowns going into this offseason now I just I'm gonna have to take some time away for sure and clear my head and just kind of see what's going on with everything but it's uh pretty tough right now everybody said i was crazy oh it's not gonna happen it's good no, too much and look where we are we told you aaron Rodgers wants out the packers drafted jordan love they set this into motion and aaron Rodgers, he was going to be the guy pushing for it right here's his big middle finger tour and blank you blank you look at me i'm gonna win another mvp and after the end of the season you think everything is going to be right and you guys are going to look at me and go well it worked out we got it no 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 I want out. How do you know that he wants out? Right after the NFC Championship game, the guy's under contract. As you said, he's got two more years, right? He's got two more years under contract. Why would you be talking about not coming back? You're not a free agent. You're not going to be a free agent. That you, you have two years. You have contract. You have two years. Why are you talking about not coming back if you don't plan on coming back? And notice how nobody talked about the contract being something that was going to prohibit him from being moved, right? He, he didn't talk about it when Matt LaFleur was asked about Rodgers after the game. What did he say? Well, I really hope he comes back next year. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean you hope he comes? He's got a contract, right? People forget about it. He's got a contract. He's got a contract, contract through 2023. You, you, this contract that is here, that he has, and everybody, well, no, 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 now you understand exactly what they set in motion back in April and what's going to happen. He is leaving the Packers, right? He is leaving the Packers. You said I was crazy, but you don't talk like you do yesterday right after a game that you are done sweating unless you're done. He thanked the media for everything this year. He thanked his teammates. He sounded like a guy who wanted to leave, and yet this seemed like it was a surprise to people because, well, I can't believe it. You're not paying attention what's going on the whole season Aaron Rodgers wants out he wants out he sees okay maybe things are better if I go someplace else I watched Peyton Manning go somewhere for the last four years of his career and boy Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl got to two I just watched Tom Brady change teams the end of his career he's way older than I am and here he is going to the Super Bowl what if I go to a team that's loaded like that what if I go to a team and I'm throwing to Demarius Thomas and 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 I'm, I'm throwing to Mike Evans and I'm throwing all these out what if I do that And it's not just Devontae Adams and a bunch of guys. What if I have a running back that, that doesn't disappear in the playoffs? He's looking at that grass is greener part of it, and he's pissed off at the Packers, and he's going to find a way out of Green Bay, just like we told you was going to happen. That's, what, that, that's where he is mentally, because after a game is over, the right thing to say is, listen, it's not a time to talk about that. We just lost. You know, listen, I'm, I'm looking forward to next year. It hurts right now. But instead, he has been very open with, I don't know what the future holds. Just like Brady last year. People wanted to read into Brady, go, no, he's going to stay. No, he's not. He's been telling you he was leaving for months. For months he's been letting us know he's leaving. He's selling his house. Alex Guerrero selling his house. They're moving. They're doing all these things. Here are the clues. They're out there. He is telling us the same thing Tom Brady did. He is ready to go, and he's going to move on, and he will force a trade, and they will figure out the money and figure out the contract to make it work. It's going to happen. See, all of these guys are now like, 
my only complaint when we did uh, the glorious theater that was the Jim Gray-led spectacle with LeBron James, just recognize you're going to be the villain, right? Because Deshaun Watson has said nothing publicly at this point. He's liked some tweets or whatever, but it's all passive-aggressive nonsense. Likewise here, if you want out, just say, I ain't coming back. Just do it. Lay down the hammer and let's, or, or have them release the statement immediately. We're done. Instead of letting this drag out, because all you, the rest of his press conference was spent deflecting anything that might have been his fault. I didn't have any consideration on those play calls that led to that field goal that everybody's so mad about. I'm like, well, then you're really not in charge, are you? Which is kind of funny uh, when it comes down to it. Hey, you know, a lot of other guys get that that ability to to work through the third and fourth down or how this sequence is going to play out, and he didn't. I think it's good theater. But when we look at the the messaging here, yeah, it, it the writing was on the wall that he was done. Like he wasn't going to be there through twenty twenty three, unless Jordan Love just absolutely came out and he was so bad they had to convert him to tight end or cut him out. Right, I, I say that facetiously, but just the idea if he couldn't play a lick, then maybe you say, all right, that that contract gets gets used. But I had no doubt that it would after the 2021 season latest because that's where they have the out the dead cap goes down tremendously um you know going forward you know if if he leaves after 2021 it's a 17.2 dead cap and then you, you look at the escalators uh for those last two even though the base salary uh would start to go down which would probably get renegotiated anyway given the level that he's playing at but with this, it's just the going after Maddie and calling him Maddie, uh, and you know dismissing how how this comes to you know the beautiful mystery that he talked about last week. I mean, he was setting it up before this game even got played. Of course, he was. Listen, and I knew it was going to be this year because it, he's not he's not a guy that can sit and wait and go. Okay, okay, when it comes time to it. Then I'm gonna go. He he was able to sit. I told you, just one year. He was. It was too late for anything to be done about it. With the draft coming up, nobody knew what this year was going to be like with COVID. Should he be picking a team? Should he not? I'll do one more year, and I'm gonna have a great year. And then I'm gonna walk away. I'm gonna say, see Packers, this is what you're saying goodbye to. Good luck with Jordan Love. Good luck with a guy who's not ready. And you know what I do? More than happy. More than happy leaving the Packers in that position to say, you know what? Good luck. You you thought you could play me? Good luck. Now, I'm going to go someplace else. I'm going to go to the Jets, and Deshaun Watson (laughs) and I are going to battle it out for the starting job, and it's going to be fantastic. And I'm going to do that, and then you watch. And then you see where you guys are without me. You see where you guys are next year when you don't have an elite quarterback for the first time since 1995. Good luck, and let's see how many games you win. That was always going to be it because that's the guy he is. He is is full of fire and he is someone that doesn't yeah. forget slights and you, and you know what i hold up a sign that says here's a picture of a guy that has as many nfc titles as you do and no it's not brady no <laughs> it's not breeze it's a picture of rex bleeping grossman <laughs> boom take that rogers <laughs> i was wondering how are you gonna get Rex Grossman in the shows. I knew you were going to get Rex Grossman in. I had the over-under at about 8.15, but you beat it by an hour. Well, you you set it up beautifully. The other thing is, I look at it from this this standpoint, too. Elite quarterbacks are now making about, uh, what, $40 million or thereabout uh, the, these days? Mm-hmm. Um, 
we could do dollar cost averaging and just say you don't want to play go 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 work on uh, commercials in your <laughs> acting career. Uh, Jordan Love, we're not paying him very much, and wave at him. He wants out. This is it. Now the offseason gets even more interesting because it's not just Deshaun Watson. Now it's going to be Aaron Rodgers, and now he's going to push to get out. Yeah, but how how mad are all those guys, though? We told you. Right? No, no, but think about all those secondary quarterbacks. They are just absolutely salty as hell because they're all thinking, (laughs) oh, I'll set up. I'll get into a better situation. I'll get a chance to start. It's like, wait a minute. This guy's forcing his way out, too? (laughs) Come on, man. You got Stafford, Watson, and Rodgers coming out. It's like everybody declaring for the draft together or all these guys syncing up their free agency year so they can form a super team. This is going to be some kind of fun offseason. When the Jets get Watson and Rodgers and Stafford, I mean, that's going to be it. That's what they need. You got Rodgers the next couple of years, Stafford to be the bridge guy, then Deshaun Watson. They're not playing over. Frisbee golf, no, no, no. Smith. Then, no, then that's just, not listen, the way listen, it works. Throwing Rogers it down play the field. He's 41 or 42, right? Then Stafford gets the job when he's 35 or 36, keeps it for a couple of years. And then when Deshaun Watson's 33, he takes over. We're all set up now. The Jets are, with all three of those guys, the Jets are set. We are all set. I've signed them all to futures contracts. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast 
on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Joining us now on the hotline, CBS Sports NFL insider extraordinaire. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Lockenfora. It is Jason Lockenfora. Jay, what's happening, man? What's going on, gentlemen? What up? Well, I'm, I'm thinking this. I'm thinking if the Jets get Aaron Rodgers and Deshaun Watson, that's going to be a great quarterback battle uh, going into the that season. That would be something, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you could get Stafford, too, and sure. keep Sam Darnold and just have the – like it could be the best reality television ever. Think about that hard knocks. What so a QB really- competition. Look, Rodgers, look, we talked about this on the show that Rodgers had sent the message, look, I'm not going to forgive the Jordan Love thing. And Mm -hmm. the fact that he's got a contract and he's still talking about, I don't know what my future is. And the Packers are saying they're hoping he's coming back. Uh, Where where do things stand with Rodgers right now and the Packers, Jay? He has all the leverage in the world. He could make a little phone call. To Mark Murphy, you know, their their team president, and say, hey, here's the deal. Um, I'm going to put my stuff in a garbage bag and throw it on a plane and go back out west, and you're going to trade me by the start of the league year, or I'm just going to retire. I've made $200 million. I have the ultimate leverage, which is I'm just going to take my ball and go home. So I'm never going to play for you again, and here's a list of five or six places that I'm most interested in. And get to work, son, and get back to me when you got something. Does he have a no trade? Because if he doesn't, then maybe they do the same thing they did to, Aaron, to Brett Favre and send him somewhere he'd absolutely hate going. Yeah, the Jets. That? Either the that Jets. or I, I'd tell him to beat it and, you know, go enjoy hosting Jeopardy. But this is this is really like the Carson Palmer thing, only a quarterback of – exponentially better magnitude, he, he, he doesn't have to ever do it again. He's the first ballot Hall of Famer if he retires tomorrow. Um, and that's, that's the ultimate leverage is I will withhold my services from any and everybody unless this works out to my liking. And he could sit out a year and they play Jordan Love and they look like dog crap and he forces their hand again and gets traded the year after that. I mean – I, I, it's Aaron bleeping Rodgers. I had two NFL head coaches call me last night after I sent out a, what I thought was a fairly innocuous tweet. And I, don't, I would not have thought of either of these teams as being remotely 
able to pull off a trade of this magnitude because of cap situations or pre-existing quarterback situations. And, and both were like, nah, I'll go down swinging on this one. I'll do whatever it takes. So I, I'm just telling you, that's how the league's reading it. You know? And so there's a lot of people I think are being a little naive about this. If Aaron Rodgers wants out, he's going to get out. Um, I mean, he's, they drafted he his replacement. Him. If you guys think Jordan Love is so great that you took him over any wide receiver or any tight end or anybody who could help me, go with it. Godspeed. Play him and put me somewhere else. Well, I'm telling you, when him, him, he has to stay in green. He can be the. He would oh, say, listen, listen. Stop he he it goes already. to the Jets, and this is what happens. And he says, "Listen, I'll, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll bring Deshaun Watson no, along. And when Deshaun Watson's yeah, thirty-three yeah. or thirty-four, he can have the job." No, nah, he he's going to go somewhere where he feels like he can win right away. He's not right. He's got. He's where, not where's going to the Jets? Where's I mean, without without revealing your sources, the coaches who, who called you, uh, where, where are good fits for him? Like, where, where's a team you can say, okay, this could happen with Aaron Rodgers? They can take his contract and everything along with it. I think San Francisco makes a lot of sense. He's yep. from. The greater, you know, no-cow area, they have a defense. Shanahan's going to run the ball. You know that. Um, could the offensive line stand to have an upgrade or two? Sure. It could, but that would make a lot of sense. They paid all the guarantees out to Garoppolo. They could move off of him very, very easy. Um, he's sitting there playing with LaFleur. I mean, he knows LaFleur was – Shanahan's quarterback coach. Let me go get the real thing. Like, uh, let me go. All right. Well, uh, you know, I've been with this guy's assistant. Let me let me go with him. And 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 we've seen what San Francisco's done to upgrade the wide receiver position. Um, they've got maybe the best tight end in the world. I mean, I, I know he's beat up this year, and so we're all going crazy about. Well, Kelsey did, and, and understandably so, but he's got a freaking nature fullback there. They're going to be a top 10 running team just by nature of the scheme alone. Uh, you've got a couple of young receivers who look like they could really be something special if they can just stay healthy. Um, all pro tight end. Really, really, really smart offensive offensive coordinator, offensive mind. I mean, I, I would kind of put them at the top of the list. Yeah, that would be on your wish list. That and figuring out how to keep every one of those guys healthy, right? From Debo well, to Ayuk yeah. to Mostert yeah. and all those yeah. guys. Great talent, yeah. great speed, but all of them with a, a pretty long injury list in their short careers. But obviously we have to pivot to uh, the other guy on Jason's wish list, the 1A of things, Deshaun Watson, who still hasn't publicly, other than liking no. some tweets and whatever, uh, hasn't really said anything at this point. They're, they're bringing in, who was it, uh, David Culley, uh, along with Leslie Frazier and yeah. Jim Caldwell. Some of this is agent-friend kind of things, right? Isn't that Culley and Casario have the same agent or something like that? Uh, but trying to appease him as best they can. Can they fix this, Jason? I mean, I I think it's possible. I do. Um, Depending how this turns out and depending the kind of bedside manner that that coach has and um, the the kind of impact that that he could have in the afternoon or three hours, five hours, whatever 
spent talking to Deshaun Watson, half a day spent with him. I, look, there's some dudes who are absolute cutthroat assassins in this league, guys who have black belts in, you know, the the sort of um, mind-bleeping you, you know, guys who, who just excel at sort of mental, verbal, nonverbal, passive-aggressive dark arts. I would put Aaron Rodgers way up there when it comes to that. Aaron Rodgers is no problem undressing you with a look, with a with a with a, 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 a phrase, with a sentence, with a paragraph. Um, that's just how he's wired. I, I do not believe Deshaun Watson is wired quite that way. I've seen no inclination that he is wired quite that way, and he's put up with a lot of BS in a short period of time. Now, that doesn't mean that everybody doesn't eventually hit their um, point of no return. But I do think there are some people still in contention for that job in Houston who, if given the opportunity to have an audience with Deshaun Watson, um, could make a really strong impression with him and could lead him to believe that, you know what, playing for these guys wouldn't be the end of the world. Hell, it would be 50 times more fun than what I've been dealing with with Bill O'Brien the last four years. (laughs) And I actually would sign up for it. And I actually am buying what what they're selling. And I think I could connect with them in a way that I've frankly never connected with um, a head coach in this organization before. And I, I, he's at a different place in his career than Aaron Rodgers. He hasn't been through what Aaron Rodgers has been through. He's not an Aaron Rodgers who, who watched what Brett Favre went through with that very same organization, very, very up close. Um, he didn't sit on the bench for three years like Aaron Rodgers did, and Aaron Rodgers thinking, wait a minute, I think I'm better than this, you know, mid-30s Brett Favre, but they won't even let me get the chance. And then they're ready to put him out the pasture before he's ready to be out the pasture by drafting his replacement. So I think it's apples and oranges. I think one guy has all the leverage in the world, one guy has the complete bully pulpit, and one guy has the, I'm going to stay the bleep home. You know, you go play the kid you drafted. Another guy just re-upped right? <laughs> four months ago. <laughs> $400 plus million. So let's just see how the head coaching thing, you know, goes and give it a little time. And, and maybe Deshaun Watson will be ready to go nuclear or maybe he'll be willing to play for the next head coach, particularly if it is Leslie Frazier, who, who I think has a unique demeanor, personality, um, and communication skills that, that might actually connect with, with this young man. Jason Lock and Four with a CBS Sports NFL Insider. All right, lastly, Jay, coming off the conference championship games yesterday, we're ready for the Chiefs, we're ready for the Bucks. What's the one thing that stood out to you the most from the games yesterday? The one thing you said, boy, this is something I really was surprised about or that I love that really drew my attention in. Well, I, I, I don't know if this is the exact answer to that question, but I will say that I'm a little bit concerned about the Chiefs' offensive line. You know, you're now talking about starting three seventh-round picks. They're down both starting tackles against a Bucks defensive front that really got off against a Packers offensive line that was really, really good 
until they had to play a couple of weeks without David Bakhtiari. And then that kind of stuff, when you, you lose your left tackle on your right tackle, and somebody like Todd Bowles is two weeks to prepare for you, um, and, and he knows he's up against a, you know, a bunch of backups in that regard. And what Kansas City is now, um, the hand they've been dealt, I'll be fascinated to see how much Andy Reid runs the ball. I, I think he's going to have to run it quite a bit just to kind of help that offensive line out and stay balanced. Um, I think it's kind of the least talked about significant development of the weekend is you, again, you're, you're, remember you had, uh, Tard, uh, you know, Lauren, Mark Tardif opt out at the beginning of the year, you know, arguably their best interior offensive lineman. Now you're without both your tackles. That's, you know, that could be a factor in the Super Bowl. I'm just saying. All right. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Lock and Four. That is at Jason Lock and Four, CBS Sports NFL Insider. Jay, as always, buddy, appreciate the time, my friend. Have a great one. We'll talk to you. Always my pleasure. Thank you, guys. Be good, man. All right. Uh, always a great visit with Jason Lock and Four. And think about that part of it. You know, we talked about the Aaron Rodgers uh, aspect, Mike, of him demanding a trade, having the power. If I want out, my contract's not going to matter. But just think about that part about that. You don't trade me, I won't play. Because of the who's the one guy you could you would expect to just say, oh yeah, I, I won't play. It'll be it won't be that big a deal. That's Aaron Rodgers, the guy who say, yeah, I'll sit for a year. I don't care if I'm not going to play. I don't want to be here. I'm not going to play. Aaron Rodgers is the guy that would do that. That would be fun. Let me let me see him do it. A guy that's watching Tom Brady go to the Super Bowl again and realizing again that he's won as many NFC titles as Rex Grossman. And the guy that just came to the NFC has already matched him. And Drew Brees, who's going out, showing you that life can change on you really fast, is going out. Put that in his head for a little while. See how Aaron, that works. Aaron Rodgers also has a Super Bowl. So I, no, does, that's fine. He he's got, he's got one. You think he's he happy does, with one? He does have one. Because you know what? He's got one like Trent Dilfer and a bunch of other guys. Yeah, but I'd be happy with one. I mean, I'd be happy. I don't, with think, I don't think with I, all the I'd accolades of everybody one. trying to put him in a goat conversation with one, it don't work. You just hate Aaron Rodgers. I'm just feel, calling it what it is. I can feel the hate. At least with two, you start you. matching them up with Elway and Peyton and whatever else. Uh, he's not even at Eli level right now. How about that? Yes, release your hate. Strike me down. He's just smug, and it gets jo- old. <laughs> Join your, take your father's place at my side, my Garmin. I, Strike him down. I got a lot of hate. Yeah, no, fear leads to hate, hate to anger, or anger to hate, and whatever else the, the that whole thing is. That too. Yes, I can feel the hate coursing through you. You want to kill me. Sorry, you have it's, that, it's you been have that 20, kind of Aaron Rodgers. It's just eight. been 24 hours of everybody making excuses for him and him getting away with saying, well, that guy had a problem. That guy, you know what? Don't force it into double coverage down there. Yes. Run the ball. Set up yes. fourth and three. Maybe there's a different decision made by your coach. Take your father's lightsaber and strike, strike him down. down. That's right. That is right. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let me just throw this out here, Mike, because uh, today uh, we had a big apology that came to a student's way, courtesy of none other than Mike Krzyzewski. 
Duke is not having a good season. No. Right? They're 5-5. Five and five, And I like Duke is in danger of missing the NCAA tournament. Duke stinks. They're 5-5. Five and five. They're not going. Losers of three in a row. <laughs> Syracuse has a better chance of getting it. We at least have one good win. Uh, but Coach K apologized today after a response to a student question following Duke's loss on Saturday to Louisville went viral. Duke loses 70-65. to 65. And uh, Jake Piazza, who is a reporter for the Duke Chronicle student newspaper asked Mike Krzyzewski a question which Coach K didn't really appreciate and he gave this answer. I could. I'm just curious as to what, what the next step forward here is for the team as you guys move into another week of basketball. Yeah, why don't we just evaluate this game? You know, I'm not into what our next step forward is right now. We just finished the hard fought game. Yeah, I don't know if like when you, what, what, what's your major? What's your major at Duke? What's your hardest class? Econ. Okay, so say you just had the toughest econ test in the world. And when you walked out, somebody asked you, what's your next step? Uh, you see what I mean? Does that, you have some empathy and, and you know, just give us time to evaluate this game and then we'll, we'll figure out just like we always try to do. See, I would have been a star if after all my tests in college, I was interviewed by a reporter coming out of it. Jason, how'd you do on this? <laughs> how'd you do on this public affairs? Test? I'll tell you, man, I didn't go to class for like two and a half weeks and I didn't even know the material at all. I was just doing my best. And I don't know, maybe you see if I'm lucky. I can't stand this class anyway. I, I'd re- I'm going to drop it if I don't do well. Whoa, what's the matter? Yeah, this is a, I would love to be interviewed coming out of bad tests I had in college. <laughs> People asking me questions well, like that. But I think what it comes down to here, and LeVar Arrington and I chopped this up a little bit yesterday in our Fox Football Sunday, because he coaches high school football. I'm like, all right, here we go. Here's a teachable, coachable moment. It's a terrible analogy, for one. Uh, what, what, you know, what do you do? I go to my next class. I think about what I'm going to do with the rest of my afternoon. I'm not dwelling on what just happened here. And that's what the kid, the kid was trying to do a leading story. All right, five and five. How do you fix things? Come on, coach. And then he actually answered the question in the, the final, final two or three lines, right? You know, give us a chance to go back, check the tape, and then we'll decide how we're moving forward. That's it. That's all he had to say. Instead, he belittled him. And I've seen a lot of folks say, I've watched it a bunch of times and I don't understand what the uproar is. Like, he was a jerk. He was condescending. And then he used one of the worst analogies ever. Like, you know, the the kid moves on to, all right, whatever's next in another class. (laughs) I mean, it's simple. What do you do after econ? Well, let's see. Then I was going to go have lunch, and then I probably—I don't know if I would go to Thirsty Thursdays or not, but uh, I'd think about it, or I would stay home and play. You know, we yeah. got this this whole big uh, RBI baseball tournament going on right now. I mean, look, but that—that that, listen, this is kind of who who Coach K is. Now I give him the nod because Jake Piazza today said that he, when he got home, there was a phone call from Coach K. He apologized, and everything is all good. Now, if Berman was doing the story, he would say, clearly, Piazza hoping Coach K wouldn't dodge the question. However, it wasn't met with the right answer. TJ, I know it's layered. It's layered with. <laughs> that was a lot of stuff. It's layered. It's see, you got to think about Piazza's career and the dodge and the met, but it, it's there. Don't uh, forget about the stay with the Marlins. Yeah, I couldn't get the Marlins in. Okay. I mean, I Dodgers, I, I had Mets. I mean, it was a very but, short time. Yeah, most folks don't remember he actually was there. It was, it, it was, a, it was a very short time. Uh, and 
but this is who Coach K is. Coach K has always been a sore loser. He always has been. Now, luckily for him, he hasn't done a lot of losing over the course of his career. But think about times when Duke loses and how he can't handle the moment, right? When Duke loses and the other team storms the court, what happened? How many times has he said, we shouldn't be storming the court? We shouldn't be storming the court. Why? Why is he mad? He's mad because his team lost. But because his team lost, they shouldn't be storming the court. I mean, this is who who Coach K is, okay? Um, Grayson Allen's tripping. Oh, now, now I'm done. Now I'm done with all this stuff going on, and now I'm coming back out uh wait coach k your your player is tripping other people and you got to handle this man i mean this is not something that goes on anywhere else and he gets very in very indignant about it all right when he lost games the beginning of this season what did he say when they were zero and two we shouldn't be playing right COVID 19 sure. we shouldn't be playing no i get it. everybody is now nav- trying to navigate this but because they lost we shouldn't be playing Right. And he had a coach actually say it. Look, would Coach K be doing this if they were three and oh, four and oh? Of course not. He's always been a sore and a bad loser. And now you have you just lost a game to go to five and five. You know, your team is not playing well. You know, you're not going to the tournament. And now a kid asks a question. And I get you don't want to ask you answer a question from a kid, you know, considering the Hall of Fame career you've had and what you've done. But this is kind of what goes along with the with the the part of it. And then you give a, a crazy bad answer that embarrasses you and embarrasses this kid. He has always been a sore loser and now I'll, I'll take you a step further he's he's not that he's lucky he's a great coach right he's the best college basketball coach we've seen right what he's been able to do at duke the years of excellence in the national championships you, you, you can't match it but let's just say he had a hall of fame type career like jim Beheim. all right let's because the two of them are friends right let's just say he had Beheim's career now Beheim's had a phenomenal hall of fame not mike shesky's career but this is a guy's won a thousand games He's been to multiple Final Fours, has a national championship. Guy's a rock star coaching college basketball. Can you imagine what Coach K would have been like years where Duke doesn't make the tournament and he has two or three years of going to the NIT or missing or losing in the first round? He would have retired by now because Coach K can't take the lose. He can't take the losing and move forward with it. He gets all sorts of caught up in losing and he gets mad about it and he lashes out because he's a bad loser. Not that you need to be, hey, oh, a great loser, but there needs to be a time when you, hey, you win with class, you lose with class. That, that's the right way it's done. Once in a while, I would get it. Oh boy, Coach K was really mad here. I understand. But this has been throughout his career, has been dotted with blowups at times when this, and, and they all tie into the same thing. His team is not playing well and he's losing. Well, you know what? There are a thousand college basketball coaches across the country, and you know, and there are a, a couple hundred that every Saturday have to sit in front of a microphone and talk about how their team lost and what they need to do better. And it could be after crushing losses where you blow a 15-point lead in the last five minutes, or you allow a backdoor slam that wins a game in the final seconds, and they still go answer questions and they don't answer it like this. So, hey, Coach K gets a lot of credit. Look, as I said, he's that Hall of Fame Mount Rushmore college basketball coach, but he's always always been a sore loser and it's dotted him throughout his career. This is who he is. Yeah. I just think the, you know, he's, he's upset. The lost three in a row. I get being salty and trying to figure out a move. You had a couple of minutes to in theory, cool down student reporter, right? I, I got to imagine the number of friendly Duke columns through the years have been plentiful and excuse making for any outbursts of other things, including the safety and sanctity of the game when rushing the court. Uh, have been covered with with great uh, favor to him in the program, but you, right? That's what you buy here. This was about as innocuous a question as you can possibly get. 
So to lash out at him, and I, I saw the take also, you know, as folks started chopping this up of, you know, the, we've all had, been yelled at. It's like, doesn't make it right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it doesn't. It doesn't make it right. I mean, you yes, you understand saltiness. You understand when guys don't shake hands after games. You understand where you know take the Belichick approach. Just say we're on to. I don't know who they're playing next. We're on to insert team here and be done with it. Just say, well, we 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 got you know a game you know Thursday, Wednesday, whatever. You'll see us on TV then. I don't know. What whatever the case is. And if he's got some other things vexing him, then you, you got to work it out. But it's just a, it's just a bad look for it's college kid, this guy who's gonna have your back more than anybody else in media. Not that you don't have your share of cheerleaders on the national stage, baby. But you know you're gonna have that you know that tough kid from the south side of Chicago. Where is it? You're not a bully. You're tough. You're resilient. Answer the question and move on. That's just who Coach K has been. It's been dotted with too many instances like this to to say it's anything else other than he doesn't he can't lose with class and with grace. And maybe he shouldn't do uh, post game press conferences, but everybody else does them, and everybody else figures out a way to get past them. Just the way it is. At Bed three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.